Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Dr. Smith Harris Hyde pastored the Presbyterian Church of Carthage, Illinois for 17 years during the second half of the 19th century. He was a loving husband, a devoted father, and a godly pastor. Dr. Hyde was a man of passionate prayer. Those who knew him testified to being deeply moved just by hearing him pray. One of the prayers that Pastor Hyde was heard to pray often was, Lord of the harvest, thrust out laborers into your harvest. It certainly seemed like God was answering that prayer when Pastor Hyde's oldest son, Edmund, attended seminary to prepare for the ministry, then joined the student volunteer movement for foreign missions, surrendering to serve the Lord on the mission field. But one summer, while Edmund was in Montana helping to start and build Sunday schools, he contracted mountain fever. The doctors in Montana agreed that the best thing they could do for him was to send him home to Illinois. They put him on the train and pinned to his coat instructions for each conductor. Edmund made it to Pastor Hyde's home in Illinois. Then he died several days later. His family was, of course, heartbroken. Edmund's younger brother, John, was also in seminary preparing to preach. As he pondered Edmund's death, he couldn't escape the question of whether God intended for him to fill the void on the mission field left by the loss of his brother. He wrestled with that question for a year. And then finally, in his senior year of seminary, late one Saturday night, John showed up in the dorm room of his friend and said, help me list all the arguments for and against going to the mission field. His friend said, you don't need arguments. You need to take this question to God and stay on your knees until he gives you the answer. So that's what John did. And the next morning, when John saw his friend in church with a glowing countenance, he announced, God answered, I'm going. John Hyde sailed for India in the fall of 1892. Not long after his ship left New York, a messenger found him and handed him a letter sent to him by a friend of his father's. The letter urged John to earnestly seek the power of the Holy Spirit to qualify him for mission work. Well, that made John angry. Does he really think I'd sail for India without being fully equipped to fulfill my calling? He crumpled up the letter and threw it away. But he couldn't get that thought out of his mind earnestly seek the power of the Holy Spirit. He came to the conclusion that maybe he did need something that he didn't have. So he went back, found the letter, and humbly read it again. He later wrote about that incident. The result was that during the rest of the voyage, I gave myself much to prayer that I might indeed be filled with the Spirit and know by an actual experience what Jesus meant when he said, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. He said, These prayers on shipboard were finally answered in a marvelous way. John Hyde's first years as a missionary didn't appear to be very spectacular. He himself didn't impress the other missionaries in India as possessing any gifts that would assist him in his ministry. He was hard of hearing, which caused him often to not respond when people spoke to him. His hearing problem gave him a speech impediment, which could make it difficult for people to understand him. 
He was laid back and soft-spoken, not the energetic, outgoing disposition that most people thought he should have. His first assignment was to learn the language, and he began to tackle that assignment right away. But he was also very aware that he needed a stronger knowledge of the Bible. How could he teach people the Bible if he wasn't thoroughly acquainted with it himself? Before long, he was giving the majority of his time to personal Bible study and much less time to learning the language, which led him to being reprimanded by the leaders of his team. But John told them, first things first, I'm learning the languages of Urdu and Punjabi, but it's most important that I learn the language of heaven. The burden for prayer that John Hyde received from the example of his father through the advice of his college classmate and by the letter he received on the ship from the friend of his father only intensified on the mission field in India. He was instrumental in starting the Punjab Prayer Union, a prayer effort that resulted in multitudes coming to faith in Christ. In order to become a member of the Punjab Prayer Union, people had to sign an agreement that their answer was yes to the following questions. Are you praying for quickening in your own life, in the life of your fellow workers, and in the church? Are you longing for greater power of the Holy Spirit in your own life and work? And are you convinced that you cannot go on without this power? Will you pray that you may not be ashamed of Jesus? Do you believe that prayer is the greatest means for securing this spiritual awakening? Will you set apart one half hour each day, as soon after noon as possible, to pray for this awakening? And are you willing to pray till the awakening comes? God used the prayer life of John Hyde to have an eternal impact on the people of India during his 26 years on the field. He would often spend 30 days in prayer and fasting, and he routinely traded sleep time for prayer time. The natives called him the man who never sleeps. And for the last century, people around the world have known him as Praying Hyde. Christian, the power of prayer is available to you right here, right now. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.